Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Equinox. It's a sequel to The Migration. It was written by Sean Little, and he will be GMing it for us. This is episode two. Our recap will be done as uh, by Troy Wheeldryer as his character, Mama Kent. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Troy? Mama always said, trust no man. All you get from trusting a man is a broken heart and a broken soul. Once I was old enough, she'd add, and probably VV. Mama was a working girl who bopped around in the gold towns that sprung up out west. You probably expected me to follow in her footsteps. Not a lot of other options for a gal out there. Her words were wise, though, and I always tried to keep, tried kept them in my mind, even though I left that, them gold town whorehouses as soon as I could afford a train ticket. Seems as though old Ma didn't take her mama's lesson to heart this time. Maybe them bug or crab or hell, I don't know, damn things got a screw loose in my mind. I still see them in my dreams sometimes, fluttering around my head like moths at a light bulb. Still, all the gents I saw them things with at the mine got the letter too. And maybe that made it easier to go, go along with this uh, cockamamie treasure hunt down America. I don't trust them necessarily, but they know they're real. The money would sure be nice right now about too, right, right about now too. Hell, if Dominion is able to outdo Hollywood and get sound in a moving picture, they must have some serious cash. So now I'm hunting some godforsaken green stone and some damn pile of mud the engines built up and God knows when. Doc Brody seems a little off though. I'm going to have to keep an eye on that one. I've seen that look on a man before. Poor bastard stumbled into town after his hunting party got lost. God knows what he had to do to survive in the woods during winter. In town, he'd fly off the rails for any damn reason at all. Ended up killing a whore and himself in a drunken rage one night. Well, Ma's gotten pretty good with her fists and a rifle over the years. Hopefully she don't have to use them on the poor old doc. Thank you. Thank you. So, as we left off, you have been provided by Zephyr Montague with information on the, the box. You saw the box that, from your quick examination, appears to be something that would fit in that would be the, would, would fit to, to the star-shaped object that was showed to you by uh, uh, Mr. Deersworth in the video. The, film you saw and then there's the letter of course from uh ms baudelaire to her father so he's been provided with this information and mr montague dr montague says so what do you think what what do you people from your experience your investigative experience from what happened up in canada i've got some ideas how you could help mr deersworth has his own ideas I see you've got your balloon. There's a couple of things we could use all of you for. Do you have any ideas what you'd like to do? Like what, what you think you could add to this investigation? I'm not quite sure what my balloon's going to do to help you. Uh, we ain't going to find your, your missing thing up in the sky. Uh, we might. 
<laughs> but proceed. I, I, I'm not sure why I'm here at all, except that I was there. I, I agree with, with, with Dr. Brody. I, I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm in the dark about all this. I, I, I don't know why on earth anyone would have, I'm very, I mean, I'm very grateful for the, the opportunity to come here, but I, I, I don't really understand why anyone would, um, request my presence or something like this. I'm, I'm not really an archaeologist. Well, well Mr. Deersworth thinks that you have some special knowledge that the rest of us don't have. What does Mr. Deerworth want with these objects? Well, Captain Montgomery, perhaps you could explain some of the work you've done for the organization in the past? Oh, well, uh, I suppose. Um, I, as I said, work for acquisitions department. Um, I am a glorified treasure hunter, I suppose. Um, I find items of interest uh, and um, bring them back for the domain to be studied and, and find out uh, what um, origin they've come from and, and see if we can find out more uh, from them. Um, just while we're on the subject, quickly, I was going to ask, where exactly did you find this this box uh, with the letter and everything? I can't remember if you mentioned that or not. The box has been floating around the Chalmers property, the people whose land we're leasing use of right now. It has oh. been used for a number of things by them storing crummy old silverware that they seem to like trinkets uh, used for storing. Are, are, the, are, the, are the Chalmers in some way related to the little heirs? I don't know that for sure. Um, I do know that, the, well, just for your information, they live, and he points down this one roadway. It, this is their property to both sides of the creek, or, well, they call it a river. It's not a river. Uh, they they own this property. There's a Mr. And don't call the other the Mrs. She's, in fact, his daughter and her daughter. There's a little bit of a family thing we've gathered. and We've been just to advised not to refer to her as the Mrs. Because she's his daughter. Uh, they live there. They uh, She owns a grocery store in town, a small one, grocery supply store. Not entirely sure what he does for a living, but he doesn't seem to be very well off. I, I have a feeling that he's living off of money in the bank, perhaps, or uh, the, the proceeds of his daughter's store. We're not entirely sure. But we're paying to lease his property. The box was in their possession. And they've given you the box? Yes. Yes. Actually, I saw it. I, I, I they had. It didn't seem to have any significance to them. And I... To be honest, I played up, I needed something to carry some things and I needed a box to carry papers in once I looked at it when they were right. signing. And you, you knew what it was, right? I, I had a quick, once I saw the shape in the bottom, I thought, oh, maybe they'll let me borrow this. And they actually let me have it for a small sum. Good call, good call. I'm sorry, what was the family's last name again? Chalmers. Chalmers. Yes. And do you know the uh, the gentleman's name, his first name? 
Ah, uh, yes, just a, just a moment here. Um, Arthur is the father. The, 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 well, he's, he's in his early 50s. And, sorry, Andrew, not Arthur, I'm sorry, Andrew. Hope is his daughter who runs a grocery store. And they have a young daughter, well, sorry, again, my mistake. I've made that mistake many a times and I get called out on it. April is the granddaughter that lives with them. She's, she's around 10, I would assume. Skittish girl, but very, very eager. You can see in her eyes that she's very interested in everything we do. We catch her up in a tree watching us from a distance. We've caught her in the bushes and watching us. She doesn't like the dogs, though. I, I'll tell you that every time they start barking, she scurries off. Well, that's another thing. Why so many dogs? Is this just guards? We were led to believe that there's a lot of bear issues in this area. Excellent. So we, we decided that rather than hiring more people, we just set, a, set dogs around the perimeter and uh, keep an eye on them. Oddly enough, they don't stop barking all day long. And you can hear that, that there's always at least one dog yipping or barking at nothing in particular, it seems. So if I'm going to lay this out the way I understand it, you've traveled here because you think that this object might be here somewhere, possibly buried in the Indian burial mound, which isn't an Indian burial mound. You said it's far too modern a structure and that you're excavating it, hoping to find this object. Yes, that is our hope. Sorry, can I interrupt for a second? Um, you're saying modern for the Indians, is that true? No, well, the, he said it was only about 40 years old, the mound. Right. It's not, it's not really, a, it looks like an Indian mound, but it's not. So that would put it like 1890, wasn't that still around the time when the Indians were still populating yeah. some of the areas? Uh, not the ones that were constructing these mounds. Well, it would be around the time that Baudelaire was here with his cult, correct? Well, Mr. The, the cult was not here, as oh. we understand. The cult was out west. But Emily's grave was here. He said there was a gravestone. So was her father here? Was this where she sent this, the letter to? This is what we haven't investigated. Well, we'll need to investigate that. Perhaps, perhaps this object was part of this cult. And when Emily left the cult and came back to her father, she brought it with her. And then they hid it somewhere in this mound. Just guess. Well, what uh, what do you think is the next move here, Dr. Brody? Do you think we should uh, go and meet with the Chalmers, Andrew? Or what, what, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know how Might I suggest if you meet with the Chalmers, you meet in small groups? Uh, I, only because Mr. Chalmers is a bit... He's into the sauce a little bit. He doesn't, there's something about him that he, he's not a happy man and he seems to be frequently in the garden, working, chopping wood or drinking. This is an indelicate question, but do you suspect that Mr. Chalmers is both 
fa uh, father and partner of his daughter. I do not believe so. They live in separate homes on the property. The, the, the original family home, which I'm, I'm only assuming, but the original family home is where the daughter and her daughter live. Mr. Chalmers lives in a, a close, a, a newer constructed, almost a shanty on the property. Well, there doesn't seem to be that kind of connection between them. And I, I see the question. Would I've be seen other cultures where that, where they're about more. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a hard life, I imagine. Maybe they've passed on. Well, my question is, is that how they came to that, uh, having that box in their possession. Is this where the Baudelaire's lived at one point? Let's, let's, we can investigate that. I the one thing I like best move. Sorry. Well, the, the one thing Zephyr says before you, you're discussing what you want to do is, is the one thing as I was mentioning about your balloon that would help us very much is due to the lay of the land here and the trees, it would be very helpful to have someone take a look at the an aerial site, survey. An aerial survey of sorts. Okay. Now that you have an aircraft, you have a balloon, one or the other, I'm sure could could do the job, but uh, I leave it up to you to you. We have mm -hmm. our own work to do. Captain, I'd suggest that it's a little bit easier to uh, have a piece of paper in your hand and draw when you're floating in a balloon than it is when you're flying in an airplane. I would second that notion, yes. Would you like to go up with me? Have you ever been in uh, a hot air balloon? I have. I have been in a hot air balloon, but I'm more than happy to, uh, to come up and assist. Um, yes. Dr. Brody, um, I... I and then perhaps the others can uh, go and interview the Chalmers. Percy, I don't know um, if if I've mentioned this, but I'm I'm um, I'm I'm rather a uh, rather an enthusiastic amateur photographer. Ah, and, and, wow. I, and I, I I did chance to bring my my camera with me. There's there's certainly room for three in my balloon. I thought it might be quite useful to us, providing we have somewhere to um, develop the pictures. Well, I'm not sure if we would you be able to do them yourself if we could uh, if we could find a, a light proof room. Oh yes, I could. I mean, I can. Um, I could probably buy the chemicals at the general store. Well, we'll see if we can rig something up for it to make you make you a dark room. It's not um, a complicated a, process. No, a bathroom maybe, or a, something we can push towels underneath the door, or yes, yes. walk off the perhaps, window. Perhaps, perhaps this the survey team have got something. You'd, you'd, you'd imagine that um, archaeologists would have to probably uh, photograph their findings. Maybe. Well, let's plan on uh, what time is it right now, uh, GM. It is now after breakfast. You've traveled from the, the place you were staying to this location, and it was slightly after breakfast. Well, it'll so, take, take me a couple of hours to put things together. If you want, we can go up before noon. All right. fine by me. I'm, I'm happy to help you uh, set up as well. Okay. Um, 
meanwhile, you gentlemen can go, uh, and lady, can go and uh, find Interview out. the Chalmers. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go speak to the uh, Chalmer folks, see what, uh, see what they may know. From what Zeph has told us, I might almost suggest that it might be more worthwhile starting with Hope as opposed to Andrew. Uh, the daughter. In your interviews, yeah. I suppose. I get that sense too. Yeah. We can talk to a little girl too. Um, maybe maybe she's seen something. Mm. I wonder what the protocol is. Do you still call Hope Mrs. when she's uh, got a daughter? Even though she I, I, I believe I believe the, uh, the 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 preferred nomenclature in in this part of the the, the, the country is uh, is ma'am. Ma'am. Oh. Yes. Strange, primitive people. Americans. Well, it's it's, it's quite nice, really, isn't it? It's 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 a little bit like mum. Ah, oh, like uh, like the proper way to say it. Well, uh, yeah, I will then uh, uh, suggest if if we would like to go and uh, set things up. Uh, it'll take us a little bit of time to unpack and get things ready, but. We can start on doing that. So that's what the three of us will be doing. Just as um, uh, as you start doing that, um, Dean takes uh, Zephyr to the side and he goes, um, uh, Reginald uh, gave me a phone call back in uh, uh, Saint-Saint-Marie um, and he said that I had to get the group here as quick as possible because something had happened here at the dig. Um, care f to fill me in on what exactly has has happened? Um, anything I should know about? Well, since you've all been speaking with Mr. Deersworth, well, I, I assume you've met him, all of you? Yeah. Sort of. By oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. moving um, picture. He's spoken to At him. least you've... You've been in com con contact with him. He's been he's given you his blessing to be here. Let's just say the dogs are not only here because we, we brought a few dogs with us originally. We had to get more. We started with four. And after the second day of being here, there was one dog left. The, the, they were tied with... <laughs> strong ropes strong ropes but the ropes were severed they weren't untied they weren't pulled off of the tree roots they were tied to and such the ropes were actually severed and we don't exactly know why so so we've we sent a we sent a group out to collect some guard dogs and now we have 12 it's a large dig site and we we, we treat the dogs like we would treat our people we we put them out in shifts and we bring them in for rest and water but uh yeah, I'd say we've we've got about six at at a time. Have you had any other dogs go missing recently? We've assigned one worker to each dog, so that worker is required as part of their duties to do their job but keep an eye on the dogs. Right now, no. Right. Now, are we all hearing this? Yes. Yes. You, you might be able to understand that we, we, this whole thing started for us when animals started disappearing. Exactly. Very true. And, 
it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. At least they have a name for dog people. It's normally werewolves. Werewolf. Uh, well, what if they choose to use... Have any people disappeared? Good no. question. No, not that we'll know none that have worked for... Well, there was one fellow that was a local fellow we hired as a bit of a guide. He came to help us. He was drifter, drifter, but he was he was local as we gathered. He'd come back home to Chilkuth, Chilkuth, um, but he was from Rev. Re- Re- what the heck's his name? Re- Please Re- Rev. Re- 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 oh shit! I should. I wanted <laughs> Rebel to call Smith. him Rebel Smith. Smith. Rebel Smith. It's he's he's he came from here originally. He's explained a story to us. He was a drifter. He went out west for work. He's come back home. Uh, he's not being accepted in the community. We hired him. He worked with us for a couple of days. We really just fed him to be around and point things out and tell us how to get a hold of people or things. And he just wandered off one day, muttering into the bushes. Never saw him again. Excellent. Uh, No, no signs of anything untoward. He's just gone. Yeah, that happens too much. I think that we need to find out from uh, the town of Revelsmith and uh, possibly even to check the newspapers in uh, in uh, the nearest larger city for missing persons. Persons, yes. At least they're dogs. They don't have giant horns on their heads. But they have big teeth. Well, that's true. We better all... Stay armed. Actually, on that, um, I go to, um, I'm assuming wherever my plane and stuff was, uh, my rifle will actually be with all that equipment as well. So I'll grab my rifle, um, which I haven't been just carrying around with me. (laughs) Now, uh, Deerworth told us in his message to us that we could discuss these things with uh, Mr. Montague. Yes. We're not like breaking any protocol here by talking about this in front of him. No. All right. Actually, he has banned you from discussing anything with anyone, but. Well, the others he said were just workers that were hired and he doesn't want. That's to right. Run the locals. So I understand that. Decorum at a work site would dictate you talk to the supervisor, the boss. Guy. Yeah, we don't want to alarm anybody, but boy, we should have a we should have a stock of rifles somewhere in case uh, we need to arm some of the the crew. <laughs> yes. um, all right, all right. Thank you very much. I'm I'm going to go out and open up the crate and get my my ship ready. My balloon will go up up and away in my beautiful <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm going to um make make sure that my uh my camera's equipment is is, is all uh ship shape and bristol fashion mm-hmm. and uh jimmy do you want to go head out to the the chalmer farm or wherever hope is staying at 
Well, it's the daytime. Hope is running her grocery store, oh, that's and her right. daughter would be in school. Okay. All right. Maybe we can head over to the grocery store then. Okay, I'll follow you. And then perhaps you can also uh, check on the missing persons uh, while you do the grocery store as well. Check the newspapers. Sure. Yes. Zephyr indicates that there is actually a company, a couple of company vehicles you could use. There's a truck, a sedan, and then another truck. So if you wish to use the sedan, he says it actually has gas in it, and he has no plans of using it for the rest of the day. Um, if, if you're going to the, the general store, would you mind if I gave you a, a little list of, uh, of, of some bits and pieces? Sure, you got American dollars? Are we not on a retainer? Yeah, all expenses paid. Yes, yes, okay. they did. Zephyr does have funds available within reason for any expenses related to the dig. Sure, pile up a list. Yes, I just need some um, chemicals, please. <laughs> Might as well do it. Um, take one of the traffic <laughs> developing chemicals. Nice. If they've got any sure chemicals. Thing. Sure thing, Grant. No idea what they're called. Just chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> Take one of the trucks and just fill, fill the back up. <laughs> Where's the chemical store? <laughs> some borax, some ammonia, <laughs> and some salt. Okay. Fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... I'm pointing, I actually am pointing at the windows, that's wrong. So three of you are working together at getting the, air, the, air, the balloon ready and two of you are going to see Hope in town, correct? Mm -hmm. Ma and Jimmy? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it, it's actually, a, it's closer to get to town than it is than the, just the amount of time to get the balloon ready. So Jimmy and Ma, will, I'll say you, you get in the car, who's driving? I think Jimmy, because Jimmy can drive. I don't think. Uh... Give me the keys. I'd drive. <laughs> As I remember, Jimmy's an excellent, avid driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fairly straight section of road. I won't make you roll to drive, but uh, Ma, you you do get a little frightened, I would assume, because he probably drives a little faster than you would think is reasonable, given the circumstances. You pull back into Revelship. It's two Revelship. Years, I am two and, years older now yeah. than mature. So. Sure. You've had more experience driving. You've been to driver's ed. Right. It lowers your insurance. And <laughs> so as you're into town, um, Ma, would you make a spot hidden roll? I guess that's the best, most logical sure. thing to roll. I do not pass. Okay. You see houses, you see stores, you see the town hall, you see the the hotel that you're staying in, which is relatively small. You see it from another direction as you're coming in. You do see a garage and eventually you spot the grocery store as you pull in. Okay. And it's the only one in town. Okay. All um, up front, are park. Are people walking around? Is it, you know, bustling yep. to a degree or okay. Well, small town bustling for 1929. Right. Okay. All right, we'll uh, we'll head in uh, to the store. Uh, outside, is there a little newspaper box? Uh, no newspapers are inside. You do see an advertisement uh, in the window. 
All right, we'll, uh, we'll head in and um, I'll kind of scope out the, the grocery store while I'm picking up uh, Percy's list of, uh, list of things and a couple things for, for Ma herself. What you can get. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a, some of the things you notice on the list are probably going to be things you have to go to a hardware store for. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're, you, you haven't seen one yet, but. Uh, oh, okay. Wasn't sure if it was like an all-purpose general store kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. This is more of a general store, yes. Can you uh, they do have nuts and bolts and things, but go ahead. Sorry, Jimmy. Can, can you give us a sense of uh, two things? Um, the landscape, is it, is it um, flat? Is there trees? Is it mountainous? In town, it's flat, generally. Okay. Uh, where you were, there mm -hmm. was a, a, a creek, not a river, a creek. And uh, there were some the mounds, of course, like uh, you see a few in the distance as well. Uh, in the far distance, you see some mountainous areas, but they're not really mountainous, more like high hills rolling. Um, okay. Most of what you see is flat. There's a lot of, there are outcroppings of trees here and there though. Okay. Not, not super forested, not super flat, not super hilly. Okay. And then about the town itself, how would you, is this like a small sleepy town? Is this like a, you know, I'm trying to get a sense of how big of a, you know, how big is Main Street? Can you see yeah. like all of Main Street from just standing on the corner? As you pull into Main Street, you can see down like maybe five or six blocks. That's, it looks like town ends down that way. Okay. This is a relatively small place. Basically like maybe. a farming yeah. atmosphere? Yeah, like a small farming town. Uh, you yeah. know that Chil Chilkooth is fairly close by. So it's, uh, it's more like a little small farming outcropper, like where they would produce would come in to be processed and shipped elsewhere okay. or uh, co-op so, would be here. So we're in rebel ship. We're not in Chillicothe. That's right. Okay. 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 Um, yeah. And then in the store, um, what's, what's sort of the makeup of the, the people in the store? Th there's, a few older ladies, mm -hmm. a couple of geriatric gentlemen sitting around a, a cracker barrel. Um, mm -hmm. Guys sitting in the corner having a smoke and some coffee. Um, it's, it's, it's a lazy kind of town. And so like so the older people are in here right now. I'd say that, and that you do see a lady behind the cash. A very nice looking woman in her early 30s. And she's, she's mm -hmm. got flour on her shirt and she's wiping off her hands. She must have just sold someone some flour. Okay. Um, do they react when we walk in? Uh, they all look, then look mm -hmm. back to what they're doing. There's no, um, it's not like, you know, every head turns and music stops. <laughs> okay. Because um, you're like, walking in the doors. Okay. Uh, you know, Ma will, you know, kind of, you know, do a little show that you know she's there you know for yeah. good purposes and then you know go hunting for whatever she can find uh in the uh in the store that you know that they may need um, mm -hmm. okay and then we'll head up to the cashier if nothing else happens okay okay well the, i mean uh, jimmy what are you doing while ma's wandering around doing some shopping yeah i think Pretty much just following along, uh, maybe grabbing some snacks. Okay. 
Okay. Easy enough. You wander, you yeah. gra- gather things. Um, eventually, the woman does come over and says, anything I can help you with? You must be new to town. I haven't seen you here before. Well, hi there. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're visiting the, uh, the, the mounds nearby. Um, uh, you probably saw the big excavation out there. Oh, out by the river. That, that's, that's on my property. Yeah, yeah. Are you, uh, are you Hope, uh, Hope Chalmers? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Pleased to meet you. You are? Nice to meet you. Uh, my name's Ma Mackenzie. You can call me Ma, though. Oh, very pleased this to meet you. My, you see your accent. Where are you from? Me, who's ruffling oh. through the, uh, the beef jerky over there. <laughs> oh, yes. Pleased to meet you as well. Where, where, your accent, where do you come from? You see, you're not from around, you're not from around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, came in from, uh, from Canada. Uh, my, uh, my accent's probably a little bit more uh, Americanized because I'm not from the, the big cities, but, uh, but yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're down from the great north. Oh, my gosh. You must still have snow. <laughs> Sorry, everybody says that to me every time I talk. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh well, very pleased to meet you. Uh, I yes, uh, my father made the arrangements to to allow that company to be out there doing some work. Uh, very excited to find out what they do find in that uh, that big hill mound. I used to play yeah. on it when I was a child. Yeah, I used to play on it. Yeah. Uh, so, so what? What do you know about about the mound? Since you're you're you've you've grown up around these parts and you've grown up with it in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Oh, literally. They're they're well. They're all over the place here. Some are very strange and shaped like snakes. I've gathered. I've never seen one exactly like that. But uh, the ones we have, um, they're there's a few you can't see anymore. This one that they're particularly interested in, I remember when I was a child, it didn't have any grass on it. The rest I don't remember much do. more than that. The rest of them have been around for a very long time, yes, but this, that's one of the reasons we always wondered what that was. And, uh, it, it, it's just somebody said it was built by the Indians like the rest. But, uh, yeah, it just... It's a little different, I guess. That's why they're so interested in it, your people. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I've been hearing too. I'm I'm not really an expert on these uh, these engine mounds, but uh, but uh, yeah, we heard it was uh, fairly new. Uh, have you you heard anything about that? Well, that's just I know that when I was a child, it didn't look like the others. It was sort of like a pile of dirt more than anything. Hmm. Uh, you've lived here all your life? All my life, yes. Is your father nearby too? Oh, he lives on the property with me. I'm, I'm sure, is it okay if we talk to him at some point? Yes, I would suggest she looks around. If you're going to go talk to my father, I would suggest you catch him before noon. Okay. That's good to know. Mm. 
is the uh, is the is this can we do this very informally or do we need to make like an appointment or I don't want to disturb him. If you tell him you're with the group, he'll be happy to keep them happy because they've they've given him a very generous uh, a lease fee to work hmm. on this the mound, okay. uh, and he's quite happy with them so far. Plus, he's if you say he's you were speaking to me, I'm sure he'll be fine to talk to you. Okay. How about the rest of the town? Have they, is, is there any animosity between the group that, because we just got here today, we don't really know what's going on. Is there any animosity with the group in the, the local town at all? What group do you mean? The, the, the people that you're, your, your people? Mm-hmm. The people that lease the land? People at the dig. Oh, they've only been here a few days as far as I know. A few Everybody's days. happy with them being here. Okay. A week or so at most. Uh, Hope, I also heard you got a problem with bears around these parts. There are bears, yes. Um, in the past, they've been more of a problem. Um, my gosh, my I believe it was my great-grandmother was killed by a bear. Uh, I, 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 I do believe. And um, yes, it was my, my, my I, this is what I was told. My great-grandmother, I believe it was, was killed by a bear. And uh, someone else in my family was as well. It's just, I don't keep track of family things. My father knows more, so he doesn't really like to speak of it. Mm. So you're coming. Yes, we, we do have bears, a lot of bears. Livestock goes missing. Um, someone tried to make a go of sheep for wool at one time. The flock was decimated and just dispersed. There's, but uh, yes, there are bears. Somebody mentioned snakes. I hate snakes. You got a lot of snakes in this area? We have snakes. You just got to wear boots. Don't go tromping around in the, the long grass. Rattlesnakes? Poisonous? Now you're making me remember if there's rattlesnakes in Ohio. <laughs> I do believe there are. <laughs> Probably. Maybe there's a rattlesnake kit. A snake bite kit? Yeah. Uh, you'd have to go see the doctor about that, I believe. I don't think I saw anything like that. Or perhaps the hardware store. Okay. Mm -hmm. I vaguely remember Boy Scouts having a snake bite kit or something. I don't know. Got to suck out the venom. Um, <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh, so, so your your family's been in this these parts for a long time, um, and uh, the mounds, as far as you know, it's it's always been on the property. Or as as far as I know, I don't. Uh, I did bring it up with my father once, and he he just said it was an Indian mound. Mm -hmm. He said yeah. it's just like the rest of them. Don't go digging around in it. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Any other weird stories about this town? About this town? Um, my family and I tend to keep to ourselves. We don't, uh, but there's always the, the occasional ghost story, voices in the woods. You'd have to talk to my daughter. She seems to think there's voices in the woods talking to her when she goes for walks at, oh, really? on the way back to school sometimes. Do you have a map of the town, map of this area? 
I have one. And she says, it's very, actually, it's, it's just a, a small handwritten one that I gave, that someone gave to, left for another person who was trying to find their way to the library recently. Uh, so she, it's, it's, it was just left at her store and that's all she really has. The town's very small. There's no tourism department or anything like that. So she gives you this little, little map that really just shows the main drag about five or six blocks long stores and houses and library his town hall hotel and some offshooting streets with a couple of, you know, a couple of pubs or bars and uh, some housing and a, believe it or not, a bowling alley. Okay, perfect. No sub shops. And Ma, did you say you were getting some chemicals for uh, Percy? Yeah, I was just gonna, uh, looks like he wants some uh, bicarb of soda, uh, borax, uh, vinegar, and I'm sure we got water out of the... Uh, I think he has stomach problems. Yeah. <laughs> and Clayton, just so you know, uh, where's Clayton? I'm here. Uh, you've wandered in with, uh, just, just so you know, you came to town with Jimmy and Ma, and you're, you've been out by the car wandering up and down the street just looking around. So, okay. so you've, you can wander in now if you want and take a look around the store if there's anything you want to pick up on your way. To the yeah, no, I, I, will, uh, I will pop in the store and look for, you know, uh, some ammo, you know, just hunting rifle, like hunting ammo and stuff like that, kind of looking around. And... Yeah, she suggests the hardware store for that. So, mm -hmm. um, so uh, is there anything else you want from her before? Slip back hope, to the uh, does your family have any uh, any relation to the uh, the the Baudelaire's? We 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 had heard something about them. No, I don't know that name. No, no. Okay. I don't think there's anyone in town with that name. Mm. Okay. Um, and uh, and could we grab a, a newspaper? Hey, uh, do you do you get any missing person signs up up here in the grocer, or have you heard anything about a missing missing man? Well, normally, if there's any wanted people, that would be certainly at the post office. Mm -hmm. which isn't in the grocery store. It's, it's between us and the hardware store down the way. Okay. Uh, there's a barber shop and a post office, but uh, just off the, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone that's been missing. Okay. Not, not lately. Okay. Well, we'll check out. I'm, I'm Clayton by the way. And I kind of, and yeah, I uh, will we'll head off to the post office and get in the hardware store and that kind of. Sure. All right. Well, I'll flip back to the others. Yeah. So, Doctor Brody, Percy, and Captain Montgomery, you've certainly got your the balloon. Yeah, we've you've got it. We've got the it's, hot air balloon. It takes a little bit of time. It's blown. Yeah. Drives the dogs even crazier than everything else that's bothering them. But uh, and you, you do see Zephyr just constantly staring at dogs and shaking his head and saying to people, can't you shut those things up? And, uh, but either way, the balloon is up, ready to go. Okay. Well, gentlemen, hop in the basket. 
I've got this thing set on an automatic. It'll take us up, keep us up there for 40 minutes and then bring us back down again. That should be uh, sufficient. Okay. Mark, so that's, I've never been in one of these before. Oh, I didn't take you up in the water. So you jump on in. Yeah, hop on in. Oh, just, oh, hang on. I'm, I'm not we, as sprightly as I help you. We help you open up with the <laughs> Everybody gives you a hand getting in. Thank, thank you. And then you forget, picks them up and puts them in the box. <laughs> yeah. All the right. basket has like a little door. You just totally climb over and <laughs> ignore everyone who's trying to help you get through the door. So you're up. Um, the fellows, they say, do, do you need us to hold ropes or anything? And like, uh, no, the, the thing will crank itself up and we'll, we'll go. Ah, look at that winch you've got built into that. That's amazing. Excellent. Now, so you, you winch yourself up? Yeah. yeah. All right, and I, I tell somebody, whoever might be standing around watching, I say, if I if I yell down for help, you hit that red button there on the <laughs> the winch. All right, so we we go up. Excellent. Uh, it's a sunny day. There's no crosswinds. Uh, you 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 rise up above the dig site, and you rise up up up. How high? About 300 feet is the, the, the highest we're going to go right now. Okay. 300 feet. I'd, I'd, better, I'd better set my, my lens to, to infinite. We're not going up infinite feet, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's any, any, anything, anything over 30 feet is infinite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. But <laughs> and the light's good today, and there's very little wind, so... We should be fine. Just check my light meter. All right. Well, you're, are you adjusting that before you go up or while you're up in the balloon? It'll well, take I've, 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 at least 10 minutes to get up there. Okay. Yeah, so You've I'm, got I'm just sort, sorting my camera out, getting it as, as ready as I can. I'll have to fine tune once we're up. All right. And I've got up. Well, you set. rise up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I've got my sketchbook out as well to see if I can identify any objects or anything that's unusual. So. Okay. Well, you rise up above the dig site, and you can see as you rise slowly, it's a perfectly circular mound. It is, even though you've been told that it's possibly not as old as the other mounds in the area, as you rise up, you can see a definite difference in the vegetation between it and the rest of the surrounding land. It's like there are a lot of more established trees in the, there's a foresty area, there's another foresty area here, there's, there's this scrub land that has cedar and things like that. But this mount absolutely definitely does not have the established vegetation that the other areas have. So it does appear to be newer. Does and where are they crosses over any field features? Um, it it's right beside a creek. It's it's like it's like the creek bends around it, and there's a forest area to the south, a forest area to the west. Uh, sorry, what was your question, Percy? 
Well, are there, are there any field features like um, um, like hedges or um, boundaries that, that look like they've been cut off by the, the structure? Uh, no, no. You, you can certainly see that there's areas where there's the standard western wooden fence that is built along the property line. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's off in the distance. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that after you've been up for a while, you're looking, you're taking photos, you're doing sketches. Uh, this is what you've been told is called the Revel Creek. C is the dig site, and that is the squarish mound. Or squarish, round. It doesn't look square at all. Forested areas, the rest of it is relatively scrubland, scrub brush. Uh, <coughs> what, what's, you've already what's... been told that the larger house is, is the one that Hope and April live in, and Andrew's home is B. That's all you really know about that location. So that is what you see. What, are the, what are the brown bits? Uh, it looks like there's spaces between trees where you can see uh, earth underneath. Okay. It's not That's rock? Uh, it could be rock. Okay. Artist depiction. And when we're looking down at the mound, are we, uh, can we see distinctly where they're digging? Uh, yes. Um, you can see my cursor, right? Yeah. You can see that they've started from this side, working their way in. They've started from this side, working their way in. It looks like they were working this way. This side is not touched yet, the side closest to the creek. Okay. Okay, we good? Yeah. There we go. I'll share that with you after. Uh, now, Dr. Brody, can how much higher can your balloon go? Well, that's a good question. Um, I'm thinking how much rope could be on a winch. 300 feet's a lot. Uh, yes. Let's well, Percy does. So I think my max would be 500 feet. Okay. Well, Percy, yeah. yourself, and Captain Montgomery, both of you together with your knowledge of photography mm -hmm. as well as aerial flight, you think you need to get a little higher to get not only better photographs, but actually get a better view of the whole area. Okay. Well, uh, can I say then I've got it rigged in a way that I can activate it to go up higher? Yes. I think 500 is probably the highest you can, yeah. you can mm. probably right. go. That's pretty high. And there's still, it is fairly high. Is there still very little wind? Are we drifting? As you if you when you start to go up higher, you do start to feel like you've you've hit another area where there's like another a layer of air that is actually Crosswind, moving now. Yeah. So you are feeling yourself mm. drifting, and as a balloonist, you don't feel you would want to go up much higher and still right. be attached to the right to the ground. You may damage your equipment on the ground. All right, this is about as high as we can go, folks. Uh, Do you guys notice any? Uh, odd features or can we see any other mounds in the area from up here 
Well, everybody make a spot hidden, please. Oh, I got a seven. That's pretty good. It's, it's, it's I this got lens. a three. It's this lens. It a three. really helps my I eyes. I, I passed, but just barely. I got a 40 out of 45. There are other locations, these three, where it appears from the, from the air as you're moving around that there are old the, the ground, you can actually see that there were mounds in these locations or something that has the same general shape, but they've been worn away or weathered or plowed. This was probably farmland at one time that was actually plowed for, for crops. You're not entirely sure. But the one thing you notice, and this is Dr. Uh, Dr. Captain Montgomery, you mm -hmm. notice it first as a trained aerial aerialist. Is that the right word? No pilot mm. that it looks like from the from the air that at one time the river went down this way right i say chaps it looks like the river may have gone down this way across uh, across this part of instead of where it is now hmm so either it's been diverted or do you think maybe by putting mound C there, it changed the direction? That's what I was thinking, yes. I'd, I'd imagine it, 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 it must have been diverted rather than happening naturally because um, usually when you've got, um, if I remember my schoolboy geography, when you've got um, that sort of um, arcing diversion of a stream, isn't that how you get an oxbow lake? Then they weather so it must away have been, to a larger river. Yes, it must, must have been deliberately done. It must have been done quite deliberately um, yes. by, by, by damming. Otherwise, there'd be a um, process of erosion by which it would have carved out a new route. But why, why divert the river unless there's something that was there that they needed to reach? In, in that patch of woodland. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it would, it would seem that, um, that, that, that the mounds do appear to be clustered around it. I'd, I'd best take some photographs of that. Yeah, and then we can explore it later. Yes. Okay. So that is what you gathered, the area that uh, is the, where the path of the river previously went, or you assume it previously went, that's actually newer forest. It's not as uh, tall as the other foresty areas around by, nearby. Right. Certainly so not, you know, like 10 years old. Hmm. Why would you... Why would you build the mound in the first place? Unless you're trying to hide something. At, at, at the dig, where exactly and what are they, are, are they digging? Like from what can we see? Are they digging into the mound or like Under around it? Or what, what's the, the situation? Yeah. Well, right now it's, it's a proper archeological dig. They're taking their time. They are excavating taking a 
buckets of soil, sifting each bucket of soil, dumping it. Right. So we bucket should, by bucket. We should see if they found any actual Indian artifacts. Well, mm. I, that, that, I, I was thinking much the same. Um, could well, it be? We're drifting rather too far. I think we need to go back down. Let's continue. This I, would, I would second that, yes. So I, I start the mechanism to pull us back down and we can keep talking. I'm, I'm just wondering if the, um, if it's a relatively new mound in comparison to the, the, the Indian mound and the, um, the course of the river has been changed, could it be, perhaps be that it's not a burial mound at all, but it's just a, a spoil heap of material that was shifted to change the route of the river? And ah. if that was the case, surely then what we're what we're looking for would be in in the woodland, as opposed well, to the mound. Yes, but then that but also it's quite strange would, that the grave to put it there next to the grave. Yes, but why would someone specifically want to? Um, reclaim that particular patch of it's a quite a it's it's a great deal of work to go to to simply re reclaim a small patch of land around a stream well at this point i think that we we don't have enough to form a a, a solid hypothesis we we're speculating uh, i i'd, I'd quite I'd, I'd quite like to to um, um perhaps go and have a look at that woodland on on the ground that and the grave of uh, Miss. That, that was that's what I was going to say. Is I don't know. I know it's a bit in, insensitive, but have they have they checked out that grave more thoroughly? Have they, you know, dug it up? We definitely have some things to investigate over the course of the next few days. Mm. I should like to know how uh, how Ma and Jimmy and Clayton fared speaking to. Uh, the Chalmers. Yes, yes. Uh, and on watch, that. Watch, yeah, I was just going to say, watch this last little bit as, the, as the, the basket cranks down. It sometimes tips sideways, so hold on. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've, I've enjoyed going up in this thing, but um, I'd, I'd rather be poking around in that woodland. I, I, I know where I am on the ground and in the woods. and, and uh, it's, it's very interesting up here, but... Um, down, well, I, must down, say, I felt quite at home up there. Well, I, I just think down there, the most you've got to worry about is poison ivy, as, as opposed to falling horribly to your death. Well, I'm, I imagine, Dean, it's a lot quieter than your airplane as well. Oh, considerably. And we, and we hit the ground. Oh! So, all right, let's, uh, let's help. It jars the bones, doesn't it? Then? And I lock it down and then... Uh, I say, uh, gentlemen, uh, I, I, I need to deflate the, the whole thing and, and go. And I, I help him. And uh, hopefully by the time I've completely deflated the, uh, the, uh, the balloon, our GM will have returned uh, from beyond the frozen <laughs> wasteland. I'm, I'm going to uh, tumble gracelessly over the side of the basket. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're down.
No, that was a joke. I went like, oh, my hip. I'm back. <laughs> You're down. Yes. We're what down. happened while I was gone? We, we so, came down. Oh, did anything else? Did you talk to anybody? Um, no, we just okay. kept talking in, until you showed back up. <laughs> I was busy. I was off calculating something. All right. Um, now let's get back to Clayton, Jimmy, and Percy. Okay. I'm just curious. Through 1929 balloons, you deflate them. Do they sound like a balloon? Like, yeah. they sound like a whoopee cushion? They sound like a whoopee they, they, they let out um, a real Bronx cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Got that word. That's okay. So what do you, you guys have spoken to Hope. You've gone to the hardware store and collected the things that you, you, you ammunition Clayton wanted few other chemicals i'm going to say that most of the things for developing you can pretty much find there's probably a photographer in this small town so uh you wanted to go to the post office did you um just to see if there's any you know missing person signs up or wanted person um i kind of hand the newspaper over to Jimmy and say would you mind just trying to find the, the missing person my my eyes don't work so good which is mods you know <laughs> read well so um just gonna kind of pass that off and then just kind of stoop around a little bit well I'll, I'll go in there with you there jimmy to the postals why i'm sorry why are we because i just wanted to see if there's anything about that drifter that um that they mentioned that that kind of wandered off um see if there's you know anything listed you know, at the at the post that Hope had mentioned that um, they might have some signs up. Okay. Well, there's some wanted posters on the wall. Mm. No. Anyone I know? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there are some that you know you've you've probably seen in other locations, perhaps, but there's not nobody that you as a Canadian would have actually. <laughs> you know, there's no. Yeah, they're not looking for any major criminal criminals right now in this part of Ohio. Yeah, uh, there's the standard U.S. Postal Service most wanted group, mm -hmm. uh, but there's there's nothing about a missing drifter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I don't think there was anything else we needed in town. Jimmy and Clayton, do you? No, I just want to get my, I mainly got what I needed. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll, uh, we'll head back to, head back to the dig site. Um, so it's afternoon. So we probably, I'll, I'll heed Hope's words and we won't uh, go to speak to Andrew. I'm guessing, I'm guessing the old man takes to the bottle and uh, doesn't, uh, yeah, it doesn't doesn't take take visitors after a certain certain. Some time. people say it's always eleven o'clock somewhere. He says twelve is the right time. Ah, okay. Yeah, he he holds off for an hour. Yeah, yeah. he has some restraints, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, the person right. at the post office is quite interested. He hadn't seen you before you leave. Says, "Gentlemen, lady, ma'am, are you new to town? Could I help you out? Are you are you looking for anything in particular?" Uh, we're we're here at that uh, that dig site uh, down down the way. Uh, pleasure to meet you. My name is Ma. Ted. Ted. Clayton. 
pleasure pleasure to meet you. Um, hey, uh, we were we were just looking. Um, uh, uh, apparently, there was there was a man around these parts recently uh, who, who kind of wandered into town. Kind of a kind of a rough fella. Uh, did you hear anything about him? Like a like a hobo kind of fella. Yeah, yeah, like a hobo. Well, we do have a lot of them passing through. Mm. It's not, uh, I mean, nowadays works get a little hard to get and they head out west trying to find some work. So it's not unheard of for us to, you know, to, to have them passing through. I mean, we, there's always a couple hanging out down behind the alley behind the restaurants looking for handouts. Mm. Hmm. You got a railroad that goes through these parts? Pardon me, sorry? Uh, you got a railroad that goes through these parts? Uh, yeah, through Chil- Chilkuth. Ah, uh, okay. There's a spur line, but it's only used for, uh, for, for delivering, you know, potatoes and things. Mm-hmm. Generally, fuel. Horses. Yeah, I see. I just can't imagine what else. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to talk to the hobo, <laughs> see if they know anything about this guy, or do you think it's worth it? I don't know if it's really that worth it. It sounds like this guy was just uh, passing through and probably hit the bottle a little too hard. What about Anybody want to do an idea roll? One of you? What about the police? I'll let someone else do it. Ma, I think it's kind of made up her mind. She doesn't really want to deal with this guy. Clayton, Jimmy, one of you guys do an idea roll? Yeah, just give me a second. 42 is a pass. Oh, Jimmy got it. Well, you're just sitting there looking around. And Jimmy, you remember your mom, right? Sure. She was in the Women's Institute? Yeah. Women's Institute, they get together and all the farmers' wives, and they talked about everything. And you look across the way and you see a sign. Chillicuth, Revel Smith, Revel, whatever the hell this town's name. <laughs> I should have called it Revel Stoke, but I didn't want to call it Revel Stoke. Chillicooth Revel Creek Genealogical Society and Women's Institute. Meetings every Wednesday. Today's Tuesday. All right. I will make a note. I'll I'll point it out to mom. Revel Smith. Ah, A little little gossip circle. We might be able to find more about the the Chalmers here or maybe even the the Boudelais. Bet you they well, got some good, good dirt on the town. Well, if you look closely, you see it's the Women's Institute meets every Wednesday, but the Genealogical Society is open every day from 12 till 4. Oh, so they're open now. Okay. Head over, talk to them. Yeah, let's head on over. I was just going to head back to the farm, but they, they may know a little bit about the history of this these parts. I think that's a good idea. All right, you walk over, there's a, you know, you open the door and there's a ding, 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 little bell on 
a little hook above the door that dings when you open it. Spinsterous old woman comes out and says, yes, yes, can I help you? It, it, she's very excited. You imagine there's not a lot of people visiting the Revel Smith Genealogical Society. <laughs> yes. Ever. There's probably not a lot of people visiting any genealogical Sorry. No. My wife's right upstairs and she does that stuff. I used to do it too. I kind of still do Well, Jets, what, can I help you? What, what, what are you interested? Are you here for, are you lost? Are you looking for the post office? It's over there. <laughs> Grocery store's over there. No, we're, we're, we're here with the, um, the new, I don't know if you've heard about it or not. I assume news travels fast in a small town uh, with the dig site, the dig area. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, we're just trying to find a little background information about the town itself, any sort of local history. Um, oh. We have a couple names that we were interested in. Well, let me see if I can help you. And she says, Mary, Mary, come out. And another lady comes from the back and she's even older and even more spinsterish and even slower. And they're very excited that they're, do you want, would you like tea? Would you like coffee? Have you eaten? They're very excited to have you there. But the other one says, Mary, Mary, they're here to find some information. And she says, what, what could we help you with? What we have volumes of information on this town, which makes you laugh because the town is so small. <laughs> but they have books and books. All of them seem to be written by about three different people. And uh, uh, there's photographs. They have information on the history of the town on the wall. It's just your general small town in Ohio. Nothing terribly exciting about the background. And they have a, a card catalog where you would pull out the drawers. And, and there's information. She says, what, what could, could we help you with? Or would you like to just look? And the other, Mary, the older, the older of the ladies goes, she's got a donation box of course and she puts it down right in front of you because this sounds like there's two quarters and a nickel in there uh, <laughs> we do take donations <laughs> wink wink yeah. hey, hey lady uh, Clayton will you I, I'll give I'll give them a nick, like a dime nickel. <laughs> dime <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> you have doubled their Big income for a week. Days. Yeah. So. Well, they, they, they do have information, and who is going to either sift through the information, or do you wish to le rely on them? Or both? Yeah, probably both. We should... Yeah, I agree with that. Mal kind of talked to the ladies a little bit more, because, again, her, uh, her reading skills are not... Uh, not, not really up to par, so she's just gonna kind of, kind of get get it straight from the horse's mouth. Sure. Well, they, they want to they want to talk to you. They they say they want to know where you're from. They're all excited. They, you're you're like a a frontiers person. They're very oh. excited to meet you because they're they're in their little frilly dresses and you know, they 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 smell of mothballs. Uh, yeah, very excited. Sure. So uh, so they they will speak to you and Jimmy and Clayton. Do you guys have any library skills you wish to use? Or attempt to use. Let's see here. I can try, but I only have base. Yeah, I only have base too. So 
chaud aussi. Ouais. <rire> On ferme. I fail. I got a 68. All right. You're kind of fumbling away looking at things. And Ma, you've, you, you speak to them. What, how does your discussion go with, how, what um, would you, how do you discuss this with them? Well, ladies, we, we can talk about uh, the, the Great Frontiers uh, another time. Uh, Could you attend our meeting tomorrow? Could you attend our institute meeting? Well, I'll have to. I'll have to check my schedule. We just got into town, so I really if, haven't set up my. If itinerary. you can, you would be a hallowed guest. Well, but, I. But still, I, what do you, what do you I, want to point to attend? Well, if you could, but what? But what are you looking for? Is in the meantime, what? 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 what <sighs> so, so we're out on the the Chalmers property, uh, investigating that mound out there. What do you know about the mounds in these parts? The Indians made them. Mm -hmm. um, that's about all. We tend to not go. It's not really a godly thing to do to go digging around in their things. Mm -hmm. And then Mary says, and they're haunted. Oh, yeah. You got any uh, ghost stories about these? Uh, these oh, these she starts on a story about when she was a child during the Civil War mm -hmm. and about the, 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 there was ghosts of Indians they would see in the mounds. And she, she starts rambling off and the other lady says after a few minutes, save that for the Institute meeting. We always enjoy that story. And she says, yes, the mounds made by Indians. That's all we know. Um, we don't really dig into them, but what, uh, is that what you are interested in? Because we don't have any historical information on the peoples. Mm -hmm. What What about the Chalmers? How long have they How long have they lived on that that property? How long have they been out here? Oh, the Chalmers. V uh, Hope is a very nice girl, isn't she? Very nice girl. Yeah, she was very very amenable to us. Very helpful. Very nice girl. It's raising her child. The on her own with her father it's just and mary starts mumbling at something and wanders off she's upset obviously about something uh what what happened to to the father if you don't mind me asking do you have any persuade skills uh, uh just base um i have listen and intimidate? I could intimidate the old lady. <laughs> tell me, lady, tell that. me. <laughs> I could charm Shut their... that door. <laughs> Bar it. They're not getting out. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll, I'll try to, to persuade. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what... uh, I'll give you a bonus. Okay, well, I was close. I had a 19 out of 10. So I will give you a bonus of 10 because okay. you've agreed to attend their institute meeting. Yes, all right. She says, well, it's no secret. Well, it is a secret, but it's a town secret. We know who the father is. Ah, I see. It's Andrew Washburn. Oh, Andrew Washburn. Andrew Washburn? Yes, he's the father, but you did not hear that from us, even okay. though everyone knows. 
Um, you, you remember now, the people that own the hotel, the mayor, is Mr. Washburn. Ah, okay. He's the only Washburn you've met. And well, and I was thinking Andrew the father, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the mayor is Robbie Washburn. Got it. Uh, he's the hotel owner. Uh, and uh, I don't know that you caught the name of his wife. I don't think so. So wait, I'm sorry. So Andrew Washburn is the mayor? Yes. Okay, okay. But it was, it, they, they do tell you it was their son. Sorry, no, I'm sorry. I'm confusing things. I'm making things confusing. The father, the mayor, is Robbie Washburn. Yeah, okay. The father of the child is Andrew Washburn, their son. Robbie's son. Okay, okay. Um, you did so, reveal her name. Her name is April. Uh, April's the granddaughter, right? No, I mean, April's, April's the wife of Robbie Washburn. Oh. And the granddaughter. Oh, so they she named they named the baby after the, the wife or what or well okay let me ask let me ask um so uh so uh Washburn that's uh uh that's that's the mayor's son right yes and he does not live here anymore I see he's gone away to school and then married and he lives elsewhere I uh, skipped town. Well, that's uh, that's uh, ain't that ain't that the the digs there? Um, what? Uh, um, how, how how do you think she's she's hold, held up being a single mom in 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 this town? She seems we to all support her. The entire town stands behind that girl. But no one else wants to be mayor, it seems. But we support that girl, and it's very sad that her father has had to go through all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I'm sure he'd rather uh, keep under wraps. Um, he and the mayor do not speak. And if that boy ever sits foot in this town and, and he is in town at the same time, we are afraid of the fireworks that will come about. Mm -hmm. I can imagine. Um, so, uh, been in town go ahead. Pardon me? Have the Chalmers been in this town for a long time? Oh, yes. Yes. I, I'm, they were probably one of the founding. Yes. Were they not married? Yes. They were one of the founding families. Mm. So, oh, oh, uh, is there other information? Look, like, are you looking for general information about the Chalmers, or is that? Uh... I'm personally interested in the Chalmers and the name of Budalea. Budalea. Um, the Tremaine. I was just about to say that the Tremaine family. Tremaine, Tremaine. Do we have any Tremaines? And Mary goes and... No, uh, we, we have a record of a Gerald Tremaine who came to town 10 years ago selling snake oil, but he was just... He was a man who lived here for two or three years and then he just wandered off out west. He wasn't a, 
Yeah, just to clarify, I think Amelia was writing a letter to her father, which means he would not be in this area, right? That's correct. Yes, they. They. If you remember the letter, it was Chil Chilkuth. Yeah. Um, oh, the, wait, so the father does live in Yaren, does live in Chilkuth? Yes, but you're in Revelsmith. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Do you, well, if you want to look for those names, I can give you a quick summary of what you do find out. Mm -hmm. uh, there is uh, an Ezekiel, a Mary, and a Hope. Uh, Chalmers. Those names are there. What are the dates that we're looking at or who are these people in relation to the extant Chalmers? Well, well, if you dig a bit, and it takes a little bit of time, you see that an Ezekiel Chalmers from town married a A.T., there's a, there's a marriage record of Ezekiel Chalmers marrying someone A.T. is the woman's initials. A.T., that sounds kind of weird. I and the legal documents were signed with an X. Mm -hmm. Like the, the father's signature on the marriage certificate was an X. So whoever A.T. was, her father signed it with an X. And uh, that's generally what you see for like, that's the first record of the Chalmers that isn't like just general information. And that was in 1877. There's, there's, there's bits and pieces more, but nothing. Um, it, it does. If you do an idea roll, or do an idea roll one or two of you. Oh, six. Nice. Okay, well, if you look back at the letter, uh, AT infers that it was your idea is that it, it seems to fit the timeline that perhaps it was uh, Amelia Baudelaire back to her maiden name, Nature AT, marrying someone named Chalmers in the town in 1877. Gotcha. And hope is the same hope that we talked to? No, there's, there's a record of an Ezekiel, a Mary, and a Hope Chalmers in a, in a cemetery nearby. But you'd have oh, to go there. Another, another hope. Um, putting the dates together, Mary and Hope, are they like recent or older than 1877? Uh, more recent than 1877. That's, that's generally, you, you do find general information about the Chalmers. They have been around for a long time. There haven't been a lot of children. The father, the current, the only father, Mr. Chalmers right now, is the only remaining Chalmers other than his daughter and granddaughter in the area. Based on the dates, could we tell if it's either Mary or Hope who was Andrew's wife? You... No, no, that information 
doesn't seem to be there. But they do suggest you go to the local graveyard. There may be some more information there if you wish, or they, if you want tomorrow, they can give the full details of the, the uh, meeting. The ladies know more than they have records. You start to think the records in their office are not as complete as they infer they are, or at least they can't point in the right direction. Okay. Well, Ma will, will make a point to try and attend the, uh, the gossip circle. Mary says, if you like, when you attend tomorrow, when you show up, I can put together a little family tree for you. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I will, I will definitely be there. It would be nice to kind of, you know, to know more about this, but I will definitely be there. It's a, I'm sorry, sir. It's a, it's a women's institute meeting. We don't allow men. Ladies only, Clayton. Sorry. Ma, M M Ms. McKenzie can attend, but we generally don't want the men folk around because we can't be open in, in our talks. Okay. So, in essence, in su summary, what you've seen from what they have is there is a connection between the Baudelaire lady who, who was a Tremaine, going back to her maiden name, this is your assumption, and being married off to a Chalmers and coming to this area in 1877. Okay. That's how the box got into the family. Okay. Okay. So I'll just assume you guys are, where are you gonna go now, now that you're done here? Just, I'll just, I just need to know where you're going. It's now about two o'clock. Also head back unless somebody wants to go somewhere else. Do we want to check out the graveyard? What what else do we need to figure out? We just need to figure out Mary and Hope who their relationship is. Yeah, although you'll probably find out at the meeting tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if it's necessarily high priority at this point. Okay. Yeah, let's let's go uh, let's go back to the dig site and get kind of a lay of the land and figure out you know yep. maybe you know chat up the the dig crew and see what they're up to. Okay, you're heading on back, uh, Doctor Brody, Captain so, Montgomery, and Percy. Back to you. So we've just about finished packing up the balloon as uh, Ma and Jimmy return up over the hill and uh, uh, I look out and I see them and I say, oh good, you're back. Um, we were, I, I think Percy and, and uh, Dean and I were just about to go do a little exploring. We saw some interesting features from up there. Uh, mm -hmm. You wanna come with us? Yeah, sure, so might as well. I, 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 I want to go into the woods over there. You know, there's there's something I keep I wanted to ask you before we set sail up there. Um, with these mounds, I was curious. Did you happen to notice while you were up there? Did you notice any depressions? Did we? You'll have to explain what you're looking for. <laughs> like instead of mounds, the opposite oh. of mounds, depressions. Meaning, yeah, meaning if they took the dirt out to build a mound, then there's probably a depression somewhere where they got the dirt from. You 
did not. Oh, do, do you know, it's, 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 it's funny you should mention that, Jimmy, because um, what, what we did see uh, was, was the, uh, the, what looks like the path of a, a previous route of the stream. Mm. And um, I, I was wondering whether the, the, the mounds, so-called, might actually be um, earth that was taken um, in order to dig the, the current route. Ah, uh, yes, in order to divert the, the water. Of the stream. That, that makes sense. So we're going to head into the woods and see if we can find the old riverbed as we're, and see where it leads. Okay. Do you think we should take one of the dogs with us? Oh yes, I'm about tied up all the time. I'm sure. I'm sure one of them would be glad of a walk. I think that's an American bulldog over there, isn't it? I, I believe they call them old Southern whites. Ah, a good bear hunting dogs. Well, let's grab that one over there. Right. And what's your name? Oh, what a cute boy you are. <laughs> well, they're all on edge. The dogs are certainly not. It's not that they're bad dogs. There are no bad dogs. It's not that they are ill-treated or, um, or in bad conditions. The dogs, anybody who's owned a dog or been near a dog that's tense, it's a tense dog. It's, it's prickly. It's, it, I wouldn't say it's furs up all the time on its back, but it's, it's just you know, tense. something's wrong. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. something bothering each dog. So you get a dog, you've got it on a leash, and the person whose job is to watch it says, take care of that dog. It's my business to keep it alive. Um, it's on a lead. It doesn't tend to run off. It's, it's one, it wants to walk beside you. The lead is never taut. It's always loose. It wants, it's almost like it's, it's wanting you to protect it from something. Right. Safety impacts, maybe it feels, yeah. All right. So let's, uh, let's head over there. Do we have any sense of scale? How, fa how far that was the trail going through the woods? We were up high. Like 600 feet, 700 feet. It's, it's oh. not a huge area. All right. Let's keep our eyes peeled. That's a good, another good question I want to ask. Um, approximately how high is the mountain? You can't see over it standing, uh, but it's definitely, you estimate about 15 feet high. It's, it's like a small hill. The only reason you notice it's a mound is because the rest of the ground's flat and yeah. it's perfectly circular. Okay, 15 feet, okay. So, and we thought too after we've explored this, we'll see if they've actually found any Indian artifacts mm, yes. in the mound. I mean, if it was made by the Chalmers or the whoever way back when, then uh, there shouldn't be anything in there but dirt and whatever they were hiding. Yes, and we need to check and see if there was uh, if they've checked the grave at all. Um, right. I see if that was anything was found there. What you found out. So. Does anyone in our group? And I kind of I'm looking at. Uh, Mr. Montgomery, when I say this, does anyone here is anyone here familiar with archaeology or anthropology? I get them mixed up. 
Dr. Brody has a general science background. I'm I guess what I'm asking is, um, do we know specifically what these mounds are used for? Are they, I have, are they I actually have a, burial? I have some history. I have a 30 in anthropology. I have a 30 in history. So I think that traditionally Indian or their burial mounds. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, for like one person or would it be a mass grave? I don't know, maybe for the chief leader. I, I really don't know the answer to that. If I if I roll, can I look it up on the internet? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, as well, it's it's also how much was known back then. But yes, go ahead. Okay. And then part two of that would be are they generally buried like with artifacts? Or are they just well, well, I, I know that they well? they've dug up pots and yes. things like that. Yeah. Sort of like the Egyptians. I got yeah. a seventeen. So. That's good. And we're walking and we're walking. Mm -hmm. And the woods are walkable. It's certainly not, you know, overgrown to the point where you can't pass it. Uh, you, you are conscious of the fact that there could be snakes here. Oh, yeah. There could be, you know, rattlesnakes, but uh, it is a warm spring, springish day. So they are coming out of their dens. So you have to be careful. Uh, you, you walk into the, you cross the river, I mean, the creek. There, there's a little bridge that has been constructed that somebody did at one point where a couple of split logs side by side, another couple on either side. So bound together with a couple, you know, the equivalent of a two by four, you cross over, you're in the you're in the wooded area. Trees aren't very tall, but uh, you're certainly in it. And almost immediately as you walk, you can see where the old riverbed was. Oh, How was your first trip up in the hot air balloon there, Mr. Percy? Um, it was it was rather exhilarating. There's, there's much to be said for the, uh, the, the the fresh air up there. It's a little bit chilly. So I, I, I rather enjoyed the experience. Um, now I've I've um I've I've got a background as a as a naturalist. Um, so I have natural world and I also have forest survival. Um, and I'm just wondering, um, can I, um, look at the course of this river, um, and maybe poke about with my, my shooting stick and, um, I mean, is, is there evidence of, 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 of clear sort of the sort of strata of, 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 of different um, soils and silts that you'd expect if it had just naturally weathered away? Or does it look like stuff's been just piled in there? You mean in the riverbed, the old riverbed, or yeah. just the ground itself? Um, the, the ground of the old riverbed. The ground of the old riverbed uh, certainly has the appropriate stratigraphy where it's the gravel, the silt, the soil, like the rot sand. Everything seems to be right where it, for a proper riverbed that's just dried up or diverted. Hmm. 
Well, I, I suggest we follow this uh, this riverbed. Do you have geology or um, anything like that? I've got chemistry and natural world. Um, I have navigate. Well, you certainly can find your way up river or down river if you like. It's again, it's 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 not super large and it's not a super long. Yeah. Piece of I also have I also have navigate pretty good. Okay. Well, if you if you go, let's just say you head north because it's left or right, um, up the riverbed while you're walking, and you get to the edge of the woods and you can see as you approach where the new river is. That well, not the new, but the current river is. <clears throat> Somebody has constructed a dam of sorts. That seems to be very hard packed clay and stones. It's actually well constructed like a wall and very little water seeps through that. Someone has actively created something and diverted this water from this, this location to the other at some point. Wow. No, that's... If that's the case, I think we need to... Um head into the woods here. Yeah, how long would that have taken? Like, I'm just thinking to myself, how long would that have taken? Must take them a long time. Well, with the tools back then, a lot of it would be by hand. And it's, it's a fairly large diversion. You, you, it would take someone, a few people, a number of weeks of, of work, backbreaking work to do this. It's a lot of hard work for just... Well, yeah. Makes me well, so. What's in what's in that wood that that was so important that they they wanted to divert the. the I mean, if you look at the shape of these of, of this river, it doesn't look like it's being used as a boundary. Mm. And it was quite straight before, which would would have made a better boundary. Um. I suggest that we, we had and have a look. So there must have been something perhaps under the water that they had to remove the water for. Or for some to. reason, whatever they were doing, it was very important that they did it exactly there. Is it possible we're overthinking it? That could it just be that they needed dirt to build the mound? But they would have taken more dirt out to make the diversion um, and they don't appear to have backfilled the, the the old riverbed because we can still see it and it's, it's, it's still got its um, normal silt layers and things in there. Um, I guess what I mean is what if they were digging near the river in order to build this mound and in the process the, the wall breaks like maybe they got too close to the river the wall broke free, the river diverted naturally. No, I the think they're... The mound I, is on the other side. I think they're trying to hide. I think they're trying to find something or... Well, the question is why, is why divert the river? What are they exactly. What are they protecting from the water? Is there a cave or something farther down that we're missing? 
I think that's we, we follow the river down and, and we keep our eyes peeled and see if we see anything unusual, uh, as you say, like a cave or, or something perhaps like that, and um, see if we can find anything, any reason of why the river was diverted. Uh, GM, it's, it's not obvious that it's like just for irrigation, that they needed the water elsewhere. Nope. No, this is not a farm field. There are farm fields all around, but this location here is it's too heavily treated. It hasn't been a farm field. All right. Also, keep, keep an eye open. Maybe there's, you know, if there's a rocky riverbed or whatever, maybe we'll find something in it. You know, you look down, you might find a, a flint or a, um, you know, some I'm, indication I'm, I'm... of a primitive... I'm going to be poking and um, sifting with, with my shooting stick. Okay. As we okay. progress. Well, do you want to do us, as you're walking down the riverbed, um, do a spot hidden, everyone. Okay. Uh, no go. I made it. I missed it by one point. Um, 36 out of 60. Not, okay. not quite a hard. Okay. Uh, Clayton, Percy, both of you do actually find, uh, a, Percy, you find a piece of flint that uh, was probably used. It looks like a tool, like the edge is sharp and knocked off, uh, chipped off like, uh, like a stone tool of sorts that was at the edge of the water, but fair, a little worn. And Clayton, you find an arrowhead. You know right away what it looks like because you've seen them in Canada. Wow. Uh, how big is it? Like, it's a spearhead. It's for whales. That's oh, just a, I, like a, no, I, I understand. I understand that. Yeah. But is it nor bigger than normal or is it smaller than normal? Just a, typical of what you've seen elsewhere, like maybe if a museum or like a sideshow is going through town. Yeah. Uh, a stone arrowhead. All right. So you keep, you guys keep walking, you're walking. And um, I do need everybody to do another spot hidden as you approach, as you're getting towards the middle of the woods. I need to know how That's well you that do. one. Um, got a 19 out of base 25. Okay. I, I also passed on my spot hidden as well. Yeah. How well? I got a 10 out of 60. Okay. I got a hard success. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, I made it uh, for a nine out. I made it by one. Okay. Dr. Brody, you're the one who sees something first. Not in the riverbed, but as you're walking down the riverbed, looking left and right, east and west, number one, you see a difference in elevation along this, the, I guess, both sides of the riverbed. There's, it's, it's almost like the riverbed was cutting through something. Mm -hmm. And as you approach, it looks like there was a mound there at one time. The riverbed had cut through. Mm -hmm. And you do see what looks like a small excavation. Like somebody has dug all into one of the, the sides of the the riverbed toward the edge where the mound is. Look there. Aha. Uh -huh. oh, I see that too. Hmm. 
Did it look, um, does it look recent? Yes, it does look recent. So they needed to move the water so they could do a little excavation uh, around here. This looks very recent. Like it doesn't it look like, like uh, we're not the only one doing some digging. Yeah, it, it, this is extremely recent. Like there's still soil on the ground that uh, the dusty soil that hasn't been rained upon. What is this? So we're not talking 1800s recent. We're talking about the day after yesterday or day before yesterday. Yeah. Can hell? anyone track? Is anyone a good tracker? Perhaps we could. Clayton, you're, you're, you're look. You're looking at. You're looking at a pretty good tracker. Ace tracker. Do you think you could perhaps? Yeah. Do you think you could perhaps uh, try and see which direction whoever was doing this might have gone? And well, I will. I will try with my best of an abilities to try and track. Clayton can put his ear against the ground and tell us what <laughs> they're doing right now. Sixteen men coming on horses. Yes, <laughs> from Chilkoof. And I, ju I just hit it. I got a forty out of forty. All right. Um, it hasn't rained, so you can see very clearly that somebody has been doing something here, digging a hole into the side of this ex this former mound area. What if you assume it's a mound, and They've made a bit of a mess. It, it isn't professional looking. You'd notice this isn't like where the people were digging and sifting soil. You, you've noticed what they did at the other excavation. They sifted soil. And there's little piles of sifted sand and piles of things that didn't go through this, the screens. In this case, it's just dirt thrown all over the place. Someone's dug a hole and there seems to be footprints, not very large, moving across the riverbed up the other side and then it becomes grass and trees and you kind of lose it after about 30 or 40 feet into the trees and bush because it's just grass and trees and bush. It's, it's not, it isn't today that this happened. Bare footprints? Yes, there are footprints, yes. Well, well uh, marks. Are, are, they, are they human uh, bare, bare feet or, and I mean, yeah. no shoes on or do they have shoes? Are they shoes? shoes? Perhaps it could be the daughter, April, the little girl. Is there like, is there any like distinguishable markings in the, like on the shoe? Is there like any distinguishable markings? Uh, I'll give you that. It is a hard soled shoe, like a, like a hard soled shoe. And it definitely has the shape of, a child shoe. Like Sunday shoes. Like Sunday shoes, yes. Could I, using my, my shooting stick, could I um, have a uh, poke about <laughs> in, in, the, um, in, the, in the bit where they'd been excavating? Yes. Um, is, is there anything in there? It's, they've literally thing? dug into the side of a mound. They've dug into the side of a an old clay earthen mound, maybe about five feet, six feet. Does it look as if anything's been removed from the spot? Like, is there a indentation of like a box or anything like that? Maybe. It's hard to say. Gentlemen, you know we... Just you, Captain Montgomery. <laughs> and then put your camera on the dice. 
No, I'm joking. <laughs> we, we could be looking at the proverbial little kid playing and we're thinking there's some significance to it, but. Did you want me to roll for a spot hidden on that? Yes, please. Only you. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down on the shooting stick. Okay. And um, survey the scene. I didn't pass. Perseus surveying the scene. Yeah. I. Yeah, it could be nothing, but you know what? Might as well make sure, you know, it's good that, you know, that we'll actually find this information, or it could just be a completely useless information. Who knows? Now, now look, um, making a. Sorry, hang on. Oh, caught up. Um, make, make, I don't know if I'd be able to do this, but could, could I possibly make um, a tracking role or um, perhaps a spot hidden? I don't know which would be the more appropriate. Um, to try and distinguish um, as best I can how this trench has been excavated. Has it been dug with shovels or um, has it just been scratched out with sticks over a long period of time? Which, whichever you choose to roll, whichever you think is, is the best choice. I'll give you that. going to go for tracking which is which is lower but I think it will be more appropriate because I'm looking for marks specifically looking for marks in the ground mm -hmm. which is the sort of thing yep yep I've got a 19 out of 50 yes you see there are marks about this wide well this wide not shovel width but not like a garden spade Hmm. And they're definitely pointed and shovel-shaped. Because you, you can actually see a few spots where like this, somebody dug into the soil and pulled soil away. So yes, you can see that just like someone digging in the garden, you can see the shape of the spade, but it's actually wider than a, a garden spade, smaller than a regular shovel. Just to clarify that, you're talking about... Um, Determining how the riverbed is, not where this little excavation thing is, right? Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the excavation, the trench into the mound. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so uh, perhaps a smaller, something an archaeologist would use um, to dig, mm. as opposed to, to a big, big old shovel. Well, it could just have been an amateur archaeologist, couldn't it? But I'll point it out to everyone nonetheless. So look, you can see here, look, there's, there's marks of a, of a shovel here. You all see it. You all see it now. Now, the diversion of the river, that's been there for a long time, hasn't wow. it? Wow, very long. Yes. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys know there's roughly 20-some people just on the other side there that are archaeologists. Yeah. Maybe one of them knows something that the other mm. Although we did say um, the, the, the footprints looked that of a child, didn't we? Oh, that's true. What if the child was just accompanying the person? 
which is why I was uh, suggesting perhaps we should uh, uh, have a chat to young April Hope's daughter. Looking at the... the, the perhaps she uh, borrowed Sorry. a um, spade. But why would she be doing that? Perhaps she borrowed a spade from uh, the archaeology uh, dig site and used it to dig something up. Because he did say the the daughter's been watching them. Zephyr Montague said that the daughter has been watching them from the bushes and from the trees and and stuff like that. So she's she's been hanging around and watching them. It's yeah. possible she was just. I I, I might have I might have forgot I might have missed this when I was gone. Uh, how old is April? Ten. Okay. Percy, uh, you were saying something. I, I was just wondering, um, judging by the, 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 the level of foliage growth on this mound in the woods, um, which does it resemble most? One of, one of the ones we know to be Indian mounds or the, the one we suspect to be more modern? Based on the tree growth, actually, the trees within the mound itself that have grown up, it appears to be one of the older, original Indian mounds. Yeah. Uh-huh. And where, where is it particularly, in, in relation to the, um, to the old riverbed? It's, the old riverbed cut through this mound. The mound is actually split into two, quite worn, quite much lower than, it, than, than the others you see out in the open. Trees are growing up through it. It seems estimation, Dr. Brody, a biologist, uh, science background, everyone's discussions, it appears to be quite old. And it's been split in half by the old riverbed. That's it really, I mean, it's, it's very old looking. It's not, some of the ones that you've seen driving through the area on the trains and such appeared to be much newer, much higher up. So the, 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 the trench that's been dug into it is, is from uh, the, the, the point where the riverbed intersects in, into one side of it. Yes. Is there a corresponding excavation on the other side? Ah, Good, good question. Yes, you actually do see that there are shovel marks everywhere on both sides. It ah. seems that somebody hit this spot and decided to keep digging. Hmm. Did you guys hear that? Did we hear what? Sounded like laughing, giggling. I'm starting to pull out my gun. <laughs> As do I, yeah. Hello, is there someone there? I don't know. Maybe I'm just paranoid. It could be noise from the camp, you know. Noise, noise travels in the countryside. Did I've only got bass, but can I do a listen roll? Did it yeah, sound like a little say. girl's roll? That's, that's what I was going to say. It sounded like a... Yeah, could I do listen roll too? You can all do listen rolls, yes, if you wish. Oh. 
No, that's a pass. That, that's a that's a fail. That's a big fail. That's a pass. I got a sixteen out of fifty. Okay, fuck. I got <laughs> I got a hundred. Oh no! Oh my God, Clayton just switched Clayton, you can hear laughing <laughs> in the distance, and the only thing you can think of is when you were a child hearing from the native people who grew up who, around the town you lived in talking about little people in the woods. But everyone else, you heard dogs barking, excavation sounds, that's about it. So we're still relatively you know, you know, close. You don't hear that? Clayton, how can you hear anything with that banana in your ear? Banana <laughs> <laughs> in my ear. An ear trumpet. <laughs> I don't know. Little girl, April, are you here somewhere? I yell out. Nothing. Nothing. I'm Silence. Gonna, I'm going to just climb out the side of the ditch so that I'm up on the top there and just kind of just look around. I'm going to take out a pack, my, my little uh, packet of humbugs, my bag of humbugs from my pocket <laughs> with a flourish and rustle the paper and, and take out a humbug and start sucking it. That does because always attract children. That, that attracts children. Yeah. <laughs> Scientifically proven that will attract children. Uh, I thought humbugs was a cigarette. No. Where did you it's grow up? <laughs> Stripey sweets. Really? Oh. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to assume you've done your bit. You've excavated. Are uh, it's it's you've gone back to the excavation. Are you going to tell Zephyr of what you found or no? Well, I I, I think we should. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, get, it's getting close now that you've finished. It's getting close to the end of the day. I will assume uh, it's time for dinner. You're going to everyone's kind of dogs are going to they're going to pack up the dogs, put them in their kennels for the night. Uh, there's people doing guard watch, uh, of course, because of the bear threat. And uh, are you going to head back to the uh, hotel, or are you going to stay at the dig site for the night? There's no place for you to sleep, really, but it's, it's entirely up to you what you wish to do. I just realized we had the dog with us, and we totally could have gotten the dog to go and find the girl. <laughs> you could have. He could have brought her back between his jaws. The dog found it. Like, <laughs> as long as the dog did its job. <laughs> um, just comes back with like a leg. <laughs> It's like so I, I which where are you gonna you guys going to head I mean it's the end of the work day everyone's packing up um, is there a place you can get a drink you can go to the hotel where you stayed and there's actually a bar in the hotel or there's two pubs in town as well are, are, where are the other where are the archaeologists and stuff staying they're all camped out at the site they're camped out I'd almost say if we're going to get a drink somewhere I'd prefer to maybe go on to the one of the pubs in town or perhaps where there's more, more people and we can maybe ask some questions while we're there, perhaps. Well, should we chat it up with the archeologists? Yes, that's good, good point. 
I mean, we can chat it up with them for a couple of hours, drink some with them, and then go back to the the hotel. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, prohibition. Where the, camp, <laughs> where the campsite? Yeah, the, the campsite will probably. Everyone has a flask. The yeah. thorn in every GM side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have to yeah. set my games accordingly. <laughs> It'll be over in four years. That's right. Well, uh, I'll just assume you're going to head to the pub and we can start the game up there next time. Okay. Yes. Well, we're probably going to chat with the, the archaeologists. And then yes, well, we can do that first and then, yeah, you can do that as, as soon as we start next time. All right. Before, before we go, can I ask um, what is a hunting stick? Shooting stick. Shooting, Shooting stick. stick. It's, it's, um, it's got a spike on one end that you ram into the ground. And then uh, this end, the handle, opens up and forms a seat that you can uh, you can sit on. Like a sort of, you sit on it like this. Yeah. I don't know if you can sit like that. Hmm. Can't How see. does it really? Oh, this modern technology. Don't follow. <laughs> some, of them have a, some of them have a much bigger seat with like leather, little leather things on there too. Why is it related, or why is it called a shooting stick? It's called a shooting stick because um, while you were uh, waiting for the bearers to go out and scare up the birds, oh. you'd be standing at your uh, your position for a shoot. So okay. you'd have that to rest on, so you could just sort of lean back on it and rest on it. And, and what what do the men up. call that were bush, flushing out the birds? Was it was there not a term for them? Um, beaters. Beaters. Fodder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our players included Mick Swan, Jeff Wilkins, Corey Heisted, Zane Fleming, Troy Wheeldryer, and myself with Sean Little as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for, and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments we like to hear. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft on the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.